I'm Susie Anetta, Editor-in-Chief of Design Anthology. And on today's episode of the podcast, I'm chatting with interior designer Celia Chu of CCDA, who's joining us from her studio in Taipei. joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure. Maybe you could tell us first about when you first realised that you wanted to be an interior designer. Did you have a kind of a moment or was it a, a slow realisation? Okay. So actually I knew I want to be an interior designer since I was 10. I always enjoy uh, going to this show flat with my mom and so and when all the kids like to to read a story but I like to do, read the um, all this ad for the uh, apartment appetizing. So I then I always imagine about oh how I'm going to decorate my space. So I actually knew from when I was very little. So, and then after I graduated from high school, uh, I didn't choose to go to the college right away uh, for several reasons. One is financial issue, and then the other reason is I didn't mind that I can start my um, career as an interior designer uh, as soon as possible. So I started to... um, looking for a job and lucky I was very lucky that someone willing to take uh, someone like me just graduated from high school and knowing nothing so um, that's when I started so I actually started very early so I, I guess I was at learning the interior design uh, found the work and this is quite different from probably different from most of uh, designers but that, that's good things about to learn first and then go back to the school is that so I know a lot of what I need and what I'm missing. Um, so that's how I started. <laughs> that's that's quite an incredible story. So when you did go to study, where did you eventually do that? So I actually, in the beginning, I thought uh, I'm going to work like a one year or two, then I can uh, go back to the college in Taiwan. But then I was just in love so much every day. I'm so excited uh, to work. And so the end, I end up like uh, working for five and a half years. Yeah. And then finally, I make some of the money that enough to put me into, uh, move me to the New York and study at Parsons. Oh, wow. Uh, so the... Um, so the, the the but the amount of the the money and also the time I gave myself only allowed me to take the uh, associate degree, at Parsons, and then after one year at school again I was like so missing of the uh, the the to to, to to see my design actually gets to build so I prepared my portfolio, then and I went to Tony Chu. Uh, and associates and knock on the door, ask them to give me a job. <laughs> and <laughs> so I started to work there um, as an intern. And 
even nicest Tony and Tammy, they took me in and also made me to be one of uh, the TCA family. Oh, that's lovely. So, and then after I working there for four years, I know they are very, very nice. So that's how when I start to get into the hospitality design. When I was in Taiwan, before I moved to New York, I work more for the uh, residential projects and also social flats. And in Taiwan, the difference is in Taiwan is we, uh, most of the designers must do design and build. So it's not just purely design. So that first part of the design career actually helped me to build up quite strong of the knowledge of the construction. So, and then, but I knew there's something missing all these years, uh, the creativity and also the vision and to be uh, international. And so that's why, so when I moved to the to New York and started there and also working for Tony, that started to open up uh, my mind and able to think more what's the concept or story or what's the uh, design you want to actually build up for uh, from, from scratch, not just from visually, but from your heart. Mm, that's a nice way of putting it. How long did you work with Tony for? For four years. Okay. And I, then my parents called me, say that they really need me to come back. So I came back for, for them and then start my own practice. Okay. So during the time that you were working with Tony Chi and Associates, uh, what would you say, uh, you know, was maybe the most valuable thing that you learnt through that experience? So many, yeah. But I think the first is always about how we tell the story because you can do the design in many, many ways. You can decorate the space uh, in a hundred ways, but it's all about the end. It's not visually. It's all about how you want to create the experience uh, to the guests or to how you want the people to understand your story. So I think that's the part that I learned the most. Mm, that's really interesting. And so you said you returned to Taiwan for your family. Um, I, I would love to know from you, uh, we, our team here, we're all very big fans of Taiwan. We love Taipei. It's, you know, definitely one of my favourite places, one of my favourite cities. I'd love to hear from you what it is that you love about the city. I think most people uh, would like not only the street food, but I think we will see, say, the people here. Uh, the people here is the most, um, I think the uh, people here, we were talking about um, the other day about my another purchase in Taiwan, uh, how we want to present to the, 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 the foreign guests to see how they see Taiwan, not just only the, our culture, like the, um, uh, for example, the, the, the native um, Taiwanese culture or street food culture or our uh, architectural elements, not only that, but how we presenting the the people here, like how we, the people here is, we think we used to has yet going through this colonial uh, period of time from Japan and even from Europe. And that a lot of things we kind of help us to be able to embrace a lot of culture and still be humble and still be able to be nice or willing to accept and explore more. And so a lot of people coming to Taipei, I think most people would say they, they enjoy a lot is the, how nice the people are here. Mm, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. 
That's really nice to hear. Um, and I think Taiwan has, to me, quite a strong design culture there. It, it, you know, I feel like it's quite a sophisticated market, uh, you know, in terms of interior design. You know, Design Anthology as a magazine where sent, um, you know, homes from Taiwan very regularly for such a small place. There's a very strong design culture there. Uh, I'm wondering maybe if you agree with that and then if you do, wh whether there's a way for you to describe what, uh, you know, design from Taiwan might look like or if it's a philosophy or a thought process. Do you have any, any ideas on that? Uh... I think the, um, to put it in a short way, I think it's not easy. So, um, a lot of the, uh, I think in Taiwan, well, the designers, we are we have been through like very luxury time and we back to the more deep of culture and over, or even go to the very rustic period of the design look. Uh, so, I think that here is is a city of a variety of the design that being exists at the same time in even on the same street or the same places. It's just the the way that is accepting different cultures, different styles, and different way of living all together here. Mm. I don't know if I'm putting yeah. it right to you for you. Yeah, I think that's a nice way of describing it. And would you agree that there is still a bit of a Japanese influence maybe on definitely. the aesthetic? Yeah. But I would say definitely uh, that's also Japanese influence still here. Now, for example, the um, we will say about tea ceremony. That the way we do the tea ceremony has a big influence from Japan. So we care about all these, uh, the tea party, the set, tea set. But then also we have the Chinese culture, uh, how the tea uh, is going or the flavor or the color. This is also some of the things is also from China. But then we have our own, combine all this together. Um, is For example, Japanese tea ceremony that they have, they, they must have in a specific space and the time and the way you dress. But here in Taiwan, we are more a bit more culture and nature. We embrace nature more. So so the tea ceremony, the most popular is we have this Japanese like a very beautiful setting. But then we always like to bring it to the to the outdoor garden, like to the park or to a mountain or by the river. That's a bit adapting from Japan, but then becoming our own style. Mm. Oh, I really miss the tea houses in Taipei now. You're making me very nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but going back to your studio, you your practice is um, CCDA, is that correct? Celia Chu Design yes. Associates. How long ago did you establish the practice? Uh, 13 years now. Wow. Okay. Time flies. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> and you're working on projects uh, quite internationally now, is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes, I was, I was very lucky when I moved back here. At first, I thought, oh, I may become like uh, detached from the hospitality project. But luckily, that uh, even before I came back, some one of the like ambassador hotel in Taipei, the owner team knows that I'm, they, they found out I'm coming back, so they start to uh, contact me, and so. So that's why I still I was able to come back and still working on hospitality project, and then I started to work for Haya, then other hotels like Rosu and 
different brands. So I'm lucky to yeah. come back and then able to work on all the international projects. That's fantastic. And has that all happened mostly by word of mouth and through relationships? Yes, yes, definitely. Okay. And how big is your team there in Taipei? Well, um, original we started like only four people. And now we have 22. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's, it's too many now. Yeah, yeah I think I cannot go bigger. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah, big team. Yes, we have 22 now. Okay. And so I'd, I'd be curious to hear from you how you found this year, obviously uh, very unprecedented circumstances for the whole world um, and a period of transition, I think, for most of us. Uh, learning to adapt and you know understanding what the new normal might be. How has your team um, adapted? Are you back in the studio again now? Where is everyone still working from home, or is it a, a bit of a mix of both? And how has that um, sort of process been for you? It's quite lucky that in Taiwan we uh, the the um, pandemic is control is under control, so we are. Uh, we actually our life did not change too much except we have to wear a mask uh, we i thought we're gonna do work remotely from home uh, in march uh, in airport so i actually prepared all the system but the end it didn't happen so we're still quite busy here um, and also for most of the project overseas we already for past years already everyone started to use all these video conference try to to be more efficient instead of traveling all the time so it's, it was happening before already just now becoming even more like uh, all the meetings are through this video conference so it didn't affect too much but what's impacting me is i think in the first couple months i was like oh yes so i don't have to travel i can <laughs> get to stay home and then see kids can see me every day but now i'm just oh, missing when can i travel when can i travel <laughs> Yeah, I, I think you're not the only one feeling like that at the moment. I think I was happy for a break for a few months and now I'm starting to get itchy feet again too. <laughs> um, so my next question is about hospitality design. I'm really curious to hear from you uh, what it is that you enjoy about those types of projects. I think the um, uh, I always say hospitality projects is like a big box included all different type of thinking and lifestyle and business and it's the most excited uh, job that be, um, other than just being doing a retail or just being doing a, a residential because it's all together because when you do the spa you have to think um, in one way then you do a restaurant it's another way then you do a residency it's another way so that's what excited about but then the other one that is very excited about um, interests me is I get to um, explore different cultures through the design through those projects so I always try to choose the projects in different city different countries not only because I try to be um, royal to the clients not to create too much conflict I don't I try not to to work on the hotel projects in uh, one like two projects in one city only that because I like to own um, different countries and different cities so I can get to uh, know more of the culture. It's not just study from the books but actually live there and then to think uh, and to feel the people that uh, locals there and how we can transform 
on some of the, the, the elements or culture or whatever the story we want to tell into our space. That's the most fun part. Then, of course, another third reason is working on the hospitality part that we actually get to work with so many um, talented professional designers like from uniform design, graphic design, or from architect, and all these people together that we create one product. So, mm. and we can learn all from, from each one. Well, that's, that's a really great, uh, th- both of those points lead to my next questions, which is um, fantastic. So my next question is, um, I would like to have you talk a little bit about the, the Bangkok Rosewood project, because uh, I think it's maybe one of your most recent, but maybe one that, um, you know, our audience might be more familiar with. Uh, and, you know, Bangkok is another city that is one of my favourites, so <laughs> it's, it's easy to talk about. Um, I'd love to hear, you know, what about Thai culture you learnt through that process and maybe your inspiration and the creative process for, you know, instilling some of those aspects of the culture into the, the hotel design. Could you talk a bit, a bit about that? Yes. Yes, because this project, yes, we we finished it. The hotel opened up last year, and also this project is actually uh, from the day one to the end. It's t- it took us six years <laughs> to wow. build this hotel. <laughs> so yes, we have a lot of story to tell. <laughs> <laughs> so um, same thing. Thailand is one of the my favorite city uh, country to uh, to visit. So, but usually we visit as a, uh, a guest, and this, the to design is uh, actually give us big opportunity to really look into uh, deeper of the all the cultures. So, of course, all the um, the design that the, I find I find so many things to say about this culture, and from the music, from the um, the uh, uh, what's that the um, uh, dancing or from the architecture element, all these other things to say. And also, uh, actually at the time when we started this project that I found this property is quite small, not a very big property. And then I usually like to intend to look into some of the, um, even though not the best condition, but I like to use it as, to see as a good things. So as you know, the Rosu, Hotel image is not just a hotel hotel. It should be a more resident, high luxury residence type of hotel that want to give people this kind of experience. So I thought, oh, then this is a good opportunity that I'm going to build up like a, uh, for a big family, uh, the family that will welcome people and to hear, to share with their love of the Thai, uh, Thai cultures and their love and their memory up here. So I was like writing a novel. So each floor is with uh, one different chapter uh, to to describe the uh, each each uh, cultural layers that I want to present to the space uh, to the guests as well. So and all this after all this we were like first of all, our first chapter is about welcome. So we have this hand gesture like bow. Um, related to the architects, their design idea too. And we have this calligraphy uh, type of the sculpture in the entrance. And then going up to the level sky lobby, we have this all these different way of showing the modern way and look the traditional way showing all this art in our art gallery reception. 
and or to the spa and all has different story but then after um, couple years like we developed all this style and I realized actually all we are talking in the center of the um, this project is about again back to the people of the Thai people and because I find myself every time goes there uh, starting from you get off the plan and you know set your foot on this land you see the people are very humble putting their hand up and to bow a greeting so and it's always a, this is softness and a, like a so polite way uh, to feel welcome and then underneath there's so many depth and also there's very strong will uh, to drive the country around I mean to to build this country and also to um, to build up this this whole long history so I start to see what we all come together writing this novel of each chapter but it's the center part is the people the people coming here uh, the people living here uh, is our center of the uh, the, um, the what's the matter of the uh, this hotel mm, that sounds really interesting i'm i'm really looking forward to being able to travel again and getting back to bangkok and and perhaps staying at the hotel. I think I had lunch there the last time I was in Bangkok, so I have I have visited, um, but I haven't. Then stayed. you must see our nail screen. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah. it's a fun part. Also, um, when I do this project, one thing I also find quite interesting is, for example, when I was working on the Vietnam project a couple of years ago, and my client is um, American. So the way he sees how we transform, how we bring in the, the, the local flavor to the design is we are quite similar. But then in Bangkok, Rosewood Bangkok, the owner is a, uh, a Chinese Thai. So the way we, that he sees is actually different from what I would see. That was quite interesting part. So actually my design from the first presentation to the, to the final, I actually changed direction once. How to say that is from Vietnam, for example, we easy to take from a daily life or something just to try to transform a lot more. But then here, sometimes they, when they see the local flavor, like the, the, what they see the Thai and what we see the Thai can be different. Interesting. So, so I try, so the way to redo the, the Thai flavor culture, bring it into a space is not too direct. Not to, not to take everything just coming in and thinking transform will be enough. So it's, it's really about building up the anti-cultural story. Then uh, some of the things, I, uh, for example, the, the dense nail uh, cover you see, mm. is we can hidden or drop in in the corner that people can discover. But then overall, it should be a bit more, uh, overall, the, this type level should be more settled. So it's quite interesting, different way to to look at the design of the, how to how to bring the culture in. Mm. That's very interesting. You had mentioned earlier uh, collaborating with external consultants and craftspeople and other experts when you create a space such as the Rosewood. And um, I wanted to talk about the collaboration with Lasfit briefly because I know that. Um, there was an installation at the Rosewood Bangkok that you partnered with them on. Could you talk a bit about that process for us? 
Yes, uh, Las Vegas is one of my favorite uh, crystal arts uh, company, and the reason is that yeah, I've worked with many people before, but they are the one of them that really share the same passion like us. And we actually started this project many many years ago too, and they and there's no guarantee whenever whatever they develop with us, there's no guarantee they will get the projects. But still, they share the same passion and to design with us along all these years. And we also we, we usually start to control. We will usually develop our concept first and the look, and then they will try to bring it to real with along with us, even being practically working with us, trying to satisfy the budget with the client. So. Um, so it's, it's just amazing to, to work with them. And I visit the factory and to um, see how they work and also how we do we, we care. So we review the all this um, mock-up, not only in the office, the server, and I have to go to Czech Republic to see how it builds. And once everything is in, in good hands, then we ship over uh, to install it. So it was a very nice process to work with them. Mm. And actually, I work with them in many, many projects. Uh, so it's always very quite professionally. But really, the most important that um, is, as mentioned, that we, uh, we share some passion. We we don't we think about uh, the benefit or the, if we can make money on this project. We don't think about that during our design process, and we don't think about they don't think about if they can get the project. We just make sure the, the, our design is to be delivered and our creativity is to create together. Mm, it sounds like a really enjoyable process. And what was your experience like visiting the furnace in uh, the Czech Republic? That must have been amazing. Yeah, that's quite nice. The, uh, also, the fun part is I actually bought my because we actually go to uh, visit the factory and then my family come meet me and then we after the because we were planning after the meeting we're gonna go on another trip oh, nice. and also um leon was also very nice and he was also visiting the he was there also with his family and along with the, some of uh, my my husband's clients and family we become like a big group to also visiting like having fun and, and making glasses oh. in their factory <laughs> and he told me all this um his dream leon told me all his dream how he want to build the glass school and also to invite all these artists to come and to create together he want to really help all these artists to have a space and to help them to go that's quite a fantastic idea so mm. i admire that's what he's uh, he what he willing to do yeah and did you enjoy prague Yes, um, yes, I, I, Such I love it. Such a beautiful it. city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm curious then, my, my last question for you will be, you know, when hopefully things return to some level of normality again and we are able to travel with ease, uh, where is at the top of your list? Where would you like to go first when you're able to travel again? I'd really like to go to Greece. Mm. <laughs> Because I tried a couple of times, but I never make it there. So I really like to go there again, just to see the blue ocean, um, white building, and not to do anything, just stay there. Yeah. Oh, that sounds nice. 
<laughs> I'm with you on that. <laughs> well, I have to say, I think Taipei might be at the top of my list as well. And it's, it's so much easier to get to from Hong Kong. So I hope that we'll have a chance to meet in person sometime soon. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks so much, Celia. It's really been a great pleasure chatting with you and getting to know you a bit more. And um, we thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you.